People are like, why, why don't you have kids? Well, because I'm going to have a very hot man carry me to bed every night and then lay me next to my husband and then, you know, like smash our bodies together because we're too old to fuck now. <laughs> but we still want to marry like, that fuck. Car- we'll yeah, we're people, right. right. We'll people on like each side. Carry on else. their tradition. <laughs> that what sex swings are for? Yes. I think so. Like, like hook up like some pulleys. My kids and... gonna take yeah. care of me. No, they're not. They're gonna throw you in a home. Yeah. Are your kids gonna work the pulleys on the sex swing when no. your husband gets some Viagra? You check the chart. The louder we get, the faster you pull. <laughs> <laughs> There are good movies and there are great movies, but that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. This isn't the doctor's office? We are four film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Is this infected? Would you watch it again? I'm Jay and I'm joined by Dave. Hello. Casey. It looks infected. And Juice. Oh yeah, that's infected. Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on this month's theme. This week, it was Dave's turn. Juice, what's this month's theme? This month is all in the family. We're talking things like mafioso and gangs and where, you know, your core demographic, your best friends are the other fucking mafioso standing next to you. Yeah, wise guy movies, right, Dave? Right? Right, Dave? So our theme is all in the family, and the neo-Nazis in this movie kept it all in the family. (laughs) Dave is defending his position because he failed this week. Dave didn't do his research, Uh and there's actually really not any mafia ties this uh, this week. There kind of is. And it took us until after we watched the movie. It was like, hey, wait a minute. There are no mafia ties. But you are right. They did try to keep it all in the family. There was a bunch of incestuous hillbillies. So okay, so we're halfway there. We're going to let this one the right fly. There. That's the wrong direction. Technically correct is the best kind of <laughs> correct. <laughs> Futurama taught us this. You're so, a bad man. Then what did you do, Dave? Let's not beat this bush around. This week we watched Smoke and Aces 2, Assassin's Ball from 2010. The Lance Armstrong story. Because <laughs> it only has one ball. Just one. Wait, Just one. Did an assassin take out the other one? Oh, my God. No, he replaced. It's it's obviously a weapon. Here's Dave. the thing: he didn't actually blood dope. An assassin kept just like blow darting HGH into his system or whatever. He used to cheat to win all those little things. And guess what, Lance Armstrong? I can still outrun you in a car. Via so. the testicles? Like, where does the ball come in then? No, he legit had cancer. He is very brave and strong. Oh, so one's a diffuser. No, the other one's a telltale testicle. <laughs> Wherever that one is. The thumping of that infernal <laughs> testicle touches me. having sex with thumps. I buried his testicle in the cellar and I can hear it upstairs in the study. Tink, 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 tink. That sounds like tink. a clicking of an elevator, Jay. Yeah, before we get this going, Dave, it's time for an elevator pitch. Okay. Where is that coming from? It's a smooth segue there, folks. <laughs> Get in the elevator, turn your head and cough. And now for something completely different. Yes. Okay, all right. Imagine that you're in a jazz speakeasy in Chicago. Oh. But here's the catch, Dave. I like this. You actually work for the FBI, and you're trying to protect Mm. this really important dude who's totally not causing any problems. But here's the thing. 
there's a bunch of crazy rednecks outside with a cannon, and they're going to shoot Ew. clowns, explosive clowns at you. Oh, no. So in the 10 seconds before that clown breaks oh. through the window and blows you into pieces, sell us this movie. A smorgasbord of comic book killers try and fail to kill an old dude in a wheelchair. Four, Four seconds. seconds. Wow, dude. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much captured it, too. And yeah. I think that's spot on. Really, the comic book thing is exactly what we're seeing. Yeah. That's also my plot summary. There's, <laughs> <laughs> there isn't much more. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Got it. Movie's pretty light on that. So while I'm hanging out in this jazz speakeasy, I'm just going to try and soak in what atmosphere I can before this flaming clown comes through a window. Casey, you're actually hanging out at the table with me. Yeah. If you want to cut back over there. Classic Casey drunk. I'm fucking ready. So you've got about 10 seconds before this flaming clown comes through the window and blows us both up. I know that clowns in particular are kind of a thing for you two. I always know where clowns are at. That's I knew this policy. was coming. Okay, you you kept him in your peripheral. Obviously. So, so you see it coming in. You got 10 seconds before this clown breaks through the window. What's your elevator pitch? What if we took the Smoking Aces trailer and filled it with 83 minutes of chip bag air so you can smell but not <coughs> taste the flavor? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Seven seconds. Very nice. <laughs> That's what the fuck we just watched. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just killed Jay. You can't die. I can't clean out the drains by myself. That's great. No, the film equivalent of chip bag air is a powerful phrase. Thank you. Right? Thank you. There's just there's meaning just seeping out of that. What the fuck we just watched? And the worst part is she's not wrong. So I'm angry. Dave, why don't you walk us through the movie that Shitty Cinema watched? All right. So, movie begins and enter Walter Weed, a low-level wheelchair-bound analyst for the FBI and the subject of our film. Not a stoner, by the way. No, no, that's just his name. Fucking straight edge. (laughs) (laughs) Someone's taken out a $3 million contract on Walter for reasons unknown, and the FBI is squirreling him away to a safe house until the contract expires. Mm -hmm. We meet Agent Baker, who's in charge of protecting Walter, and he moves him to a safe house under a jazz club in Chicago. Like the one you were in. Yeah, and this one's (laughs) built into an old mob boss speakeasy and fuck cat. Which seems like a reasonable thing to do. I mean, if you have a speakeasy, you might as well also have it be a fuck cabin. And it's in a bunker? Yeah. Six months worth of booze. The fuck bunker. Yeah. (laughs) I want to get in the fuck bunker. Man, I want a fuck bunker. I think that's actually called like a rape cave. You want to come back to my fuck bunker? (laughs) (laughs) Mom, I'm locked out. (laughs) (laughs) Mom. While Agent Baker is securing the safe house and trying to find out who bought the hit, we meet our killers via montage. Uh, there's Laszlo Soot, who makes lifelike masks out of his victims to use as disguises. Not I mean, it's creepy. It's not face off, so it's not like he's taking their face. No. Off. <laughs> uh, there's also Ariella Martinez, who is the femme fatale to end all femme fatales. It's Ortega from Altered Carbon. Yeah, she's fantastic in that. She is ridiculous in this. Is she the final Her body is stupid. Her body is stupid. Yeah. Yeah. There's also Vinnie Jones, uh, who plays Vinnie Jones, the same (laughs) hard-edged British muscle that he does in every single fucking movie. Okay, but what movie is he in so people know who he's Snatch. He's the muscle in Snatch. He's the muscle in Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels. Nobody, I mean... Most people don't know his actual name. I don't know his name. He's, I'm most people. I'm every woman. So right, that he's the guy that's in every life. Guy Ritchie movie. Yes, he's incredible. Yeah, not that it's a bad thing that he's playing the same character because no, it's a great all. character. Finally, there's a family of psychotic redneck neo-Nazis and they're the comic relief of the film. They're amazing. Always Nazis. a great sign. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
They're always fun. Look, it was 2010, okay? <laughs> it was a more innocent time then. So the rednecks steal a circus cannon and some secret ammo while the other killers enter the jazz club and start looking for their opening. Mm-hmm. In the bunker below, Agent Baker learns the hit was taken out by someone named Hal Luco for a true patriot program to embarrass the U.S. government by airing their dirty laundry. And not the kind worn by the fatalist of femmes. No. No, like actual dirty laundry, like CIA black ops murder kind of shit. Right, but we get a bunch of her in lingerie and it's fucking great. Yeah, they do cut back to that a lot more than seems reasonably People necessary. People to see her naked. All right, well, we're not talking about when she's naked fighting in Altered Carbon. We're talking about when she's lingerie fighting in Smoking Aces too. I tried to shoehorn that into every conversation. <laughs> That's fair. Hey, Mom, how was your day? You remember that show you never watch, Altered Carbon? I saw a lady's boobs while she was fighting with swords. It was hot. How's <laughs> Grandma? Grandma doing good? She get my flowers? I need to go see this show. (laughs) A Mexican standoff breaks out in the club, but the tension is broken when the Nazis fire the secret ammo from their cannon, a little person they stole from the circus and loaded up with grenades. Also Also a clown. Also dressed as a clown. That's important. Clown bombs. I think they were already dressed as clowns and they just made them stay in the city. Because, I mean, I'm not going to spend the time to face paint a clown I'm about to fucking blow up. Right. They didn't just, like, grab a guy off the street who happened to be small. Hold on. Wait. Juice is too fucking busy to be grabbing people off the street that he's going to be using doing as an a explosive. YouTube makeup tutorial. Right, to fucking do the makeup. Right. He's just going to go get his right. own clown. That's a fucking prerequisite here. Like, they're all like duct taped up. You're like, <laughs> wow, you have really great bone structure. Like, this is actually. I feel like we need to point out you don't have to use clowns to get the explosives in the window. That's a choice that was made. No, you do. You absolutely do. I guess Honestly. there is a way that we can say that it's better than a brick. I, and that it's more terrifying. It's much more terrifying. Okay. okay there, yeah, I mean... Yeah. That, and we're talking psychological warfare. Scarier, like, and the oh, opportunity yeah. to blow up a clown presents itself. Right, right. You I should probably like, take that up. I feel can like we also it's a, extend it's a karmic neutral. Mimes? mimes are just quiet clowns. Right. <laughs> They're fucking sneaky right. clowns. I've always felt that like you're actually kind of creepier than a clown because mm-hmm. like you know clowns are scary but i can hear you coming and with those <laughs> shoes you're not gonna be able to run very well no mine's like mine's they've got my pocket i think that's called a pickpocket juice so classical music plays while a slow-mo shootout ensues and more exploding little people are fired through the windows pure just joy that's a phrase it's... i'm sure you expected to say at some yeah. point in your life <laughs> that um someone wrote that yeah. does your mom yeah, listen fair. to the podcast no <laughs> don't you dare send her a link <laughs> next the femme fatale dies and vinnie jones kills one of the nazis in retaliation before he goes down himself laszlo tricks the other agents into opening the bunker and the killers make their way inside firing off rocket launchers and offering to show the agents his sister's tits to which the the fucking agents adequately respond with a what? what? He yells, hey, do you want to see my sister's tits? Which I feel is the appropriate response. I would that also, is. that would that would that level is. me. I, I wasn't prepared for that. And it worked no. because it gave him enough time to peek over the edge with the rocket launcher and just blast them both the fucking bits. Yeah, it was a brilliant strategy. You gotta look, because you either A, have to see who the fuck would say that, or B, <laughs> you gotta see those tits. Like, <laughs> this is a win-win. they're so good that her own brother's like, listen, right. real recognize real. <laughs> I can't be attracted to him, but I am trying to spread joy throughout the world. He so. was, I think, clearly attracted to no, him. No, this guy in this movie was. Yeah. But I'm just saying, if it was a, not that guy, they may, there may be tits out there that everyone, even their parents, are like, listen, you got to see my kids, too. <laughs> 
We are proud just of her. carry around a picture of their wallet, <laughs> you right? Seen, like, like, here's Fluffy. Here's Anna when she was 12. Here's, here's Anna's Anna when titties. she was 19. Check them out. Look at those. Look at <laughs> yeah, those. Yeah. Aren't those great? At the last door inside the bunker, Walter Weed reveals that he's got enough C4 in his wheelchair to film a Rambo sequel. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. And he's about to blow himself up to take out all the killers at once. No. Wait a minute. How did he get out? He just opened, he opened the, door. the door. Presumably he knew the passcode. So Agent Decker pleads with him not to do this and tries to tell him that Hal Luco is just using him. Walter cries about how he never got to be a hero and wheels himself yeah. out, blowing the whole place to high hell and taking out the remaining killers. Well, most of the remaining killers. Ah, most of them. And any of the presumably still living but yet injured FBI agents? Oh, yeah. Yeah, a bunch more FBI agents die at that point. Hold on. Did he actually kill any of them? Because, oh, he killed the dad. The redneck dad. He didn't yeah. actually kill the redneck dad. No, the dad, son killed still, his yeah, that's own true. dad. The son, the son finished his dad off. Mm. Vinny was dead at that point. <laughs> right, Vinny was, was already dead. dead. Point. Right. Laszlo the fat gets guy away. was dead. Laszlo gets away. The son gets away. Yeah, no, he doesn't actually manage to kill any of the killers. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the FBI agents. Yeah. Right, right. Just more FBI agents. So Agent Decker digs his way out of the rubble and meets with FBI agent Ernie Hudson. It's... I don't remember his character's name. It's just Ernie Hudson. Ernie yeah. Hudson, absolutely. Who reveals the grand twist. Walter Weed was Hal Luco all oh. along. What? Kaiser, I mean, Hal Luco. <laughs> yeah. He was using his position at the FBI to set up everything and skim some black ops money from the CIA and shit. The camera follows Walter, now walking without his chair, as he does a perfect Kaiser Sose ending, gets in a car and drives off a about 15 feet at which point Decker steps out of an alley and just shoots him pop, twice pop, in the pop. movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was the away. best part of the movie. It's a great part. 100% you're like oh he makes it oh yeah, okay curly pubes just shot him because that's what I called <laughs> Decker because he had those like weird curly side burns so I imagine you know he's got curly like, pubes yeah. I almost think that Smoking Aces 2 is entirely just to set up that joke as though yeah. they're going to fucking repeat Kaiser Soze's scene from the usual suspects only to subvert your expectations and have him pop out and shoot him in the head and it fucking delivered it was on level with the Piranha 3D ending <laughs> Where oh, not Adam Scott not just Adam got Scott. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I think the first Smoke and Aces ended much the same way. It also, I was getting flashbacks to the end of The Departed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? David, yeah. you made me go down this alley because you didn't follow the rules and pick a fucking movie about the mafia. So now we have to do an All in the Family incest podcast. <laughs> This is on you. Yeah, Luckily, at least your film delivered that, and we didn't have to go into Casey's corner yeah. for it. It was explicit. The hillbilly, the hillbilly killer family. Fa killer hillbilly family, where the brother was constantly trying to grab his sister's boobs while she was sleeping. They were nice boobs, though. No, they weren't. <laughs> First not off, what? that's boobs. not the salient strong point. argument. There. Right. Oh, come on. Oh, my. Okay. Her boobs are so small that when she was, like, bending over and had her back away, they looked like... A normal size, any normal big boob would look like a fucking longhorn. <laughs> <laughs> that means you have tiny boobs because once you go up right, they're like, Meow. not that there's anything wrong with small exactly. boobs. Exactly. I like small boobs. I know you do. That's so, your favorite. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> she, she had it going on. Maybe because I got tickle bitties. I prefer the big ones. Hey, so, you, you mean, got we what gotta you run want. with our own. So Juice's favorite character was the hillbilly neo Nazi then. Yes. AK 47. Yes, she was. I don't know. Just your alt right? She was the definition <laughs> of Joe. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Slam. Oh. 
You that don't so fuck good. crazy Jews. These are the girls that Juice goes to pick up at the titty bar. And we're like, Juice. Oh, no. yeah, no, no, no. This oh, one no. Is exactly. Oh, no. Don't stick your dick she in crazy. She asked you this to is... go to a punk concert and say, no, she's got red laces. No. <laughs> no, I would pick her up playing the punk concert for one. And for two. You would have. That's how you get out of there. You uh... make friends with one of the Nazis to get out of there. Yeah, there, there are a lot of women with swastika tattoos. At no. Actually, <laughs> yeah, no, right. Because the... are you playing? Minus man? the neo. Nazi. This is definitely it's a mistake that I would make. I know. Accidentally. <laughs> I know. Because you never learn. <laughs> but w- what would be better? That or kissing the really hot fatalist of all femmes and then dying instantly from her super oh, poison lips. Definitely Ortega? dying instantly definitely from kissing her. Like, yeah. Worth it. I was already <laughs> about to come and then like I just die right after I nut. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Good. Notice that Casey's fucking her up into that point, but not letting her kiss her. Uh-uh. Not yeah, yet. no, not <laughs> on the not mouth. Not on the mouth. The hillbilly no. neo-Nazis are a recurring character, actually, from the first Smoke and Aces. Chris Pine actually plays one of the Nazis in the first one. Oh, my God. Yeah. Adorable. He takes well, it to 11. Oh, yeah. The fat he does. Older oh, yeah. brother has the Sharpie swastika tattoo. <laughs> yep. On, yeah, on, on the like, back of his forehand. Yeah. yeah. On the back of his hand. The whole family is just, the, the racist father is constantly spouting these, like, folksy down-home country sayings <laughs> that are also just wildly racist. When yeah. when the, we get it's like hurt. Like Paula okay, Dean, yes. why she yeah. can't get an embroidery show. So like, this town's got more tunnels than a Ho Chi Minh whorehouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means on so many levels. I had to work like, through it. I'm also not sure why the whorehouse necessarily has more tunnels. Because it's, because it's the in ladies, Ho Chi Minh. Maybe they had tunnels going into the palace and then like the women with tunnels using... like. So like, did he go to Vietnam so and while he was there he operated under the impression that tunneling is just the natural method of transportation for the no, Vietnamese no 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 Dave Dave the vaginas <laughs> no, are no. tunnels what year did Dig Dug come out I'm not sure maybe he went to Vietnam real late like after the war was over but he didn't know it was or I was incarcerated went- during Vietnam but I'm still willing to serve our country <laughs> well he, he learned a lot while he was in the army over there as well he learned that if you are gonna stick your an RPG up somebody's ass you're gonna pull the trigger, right? Hell yeah! You went to all the work to just stretch that dude's ass around a RPG. You're gonna pull the trigger. Yeah. He does give us one line of wisdom, at least one. <laughs> I never cross swords with carnies or harlots, mm, and I mm. feel like that's good folksy advice. I agree. That's probably yeah. Right? See? Yeah. See, Dave. We, we do get extensive looks into his anti-clown rhetoric. No, yeah, that was his son. It's another. Oh, yeah. That's true. That was it. Well, it that runs in the family. Son, yeah. I mean, obviously, they're all inbred anyway, so. Listen, were you? was anybody getting like a Confederate flag Avril Lavigne vibe off of the hillbilly <laughs> sister? Because I was like, oh, all yeah. those bad no, hair pieces the, in there. What? The hillbilly family in this <laughs> is basically if the McPoyles from Always Sunny were militant neo-Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. That is what these characters are. Less milk, more whiskey. That's the that's the vibe I'm getting. They're they, not as they bloated. Mix, they're tighter. There's whiskey in the milk. There's oh, whiskey, whiskey in the milk. Molly. Sounds disgusting. Add a little cinnamon and nutmeg. It's basically eggnog. That's probably true. That's what happens if mom doesn't stop drinking while she's breastfeeding. That <laughs> <laughs> is so true. That's why I couldn't drink tequila for like my first eight years of life. Oh, <laughs> not because you were eight years old. All right. I wasn't a pussy. I just didn't have a tolerance. <laughs> what do you do? Okay, we didn't talk about the fat, simple brother. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Rumble brother, he's so happy all the time. Like, can you be mad at him? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah mad absolutely. At him? He also murders people with a minigun. Very. Honestly, fun. that would be my weapon of choice if I got to do some like Resident Evil shit. Like, yeah, I think a minigun's great. He, yeah, he does. He okay. He mows down a bunch of FBI agents with the minigun, but also while he's firing off the minigun, he's just giggling and he's shouting, so bang, 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 bang. Yes. <laughs> So happy. I gotta be honest. You put a minigun in my hands and let me fire that thing off at the range. I'm probably doing the exact same yeah. thing. Is he simple bang, or is he bang. all of us? You know what I mean? Yeah. He did get blown up by Vinnie Jones in a particularly fucking awesome he way, too. He did. Vinnie Jones' killer is fantastic in this. He got a 007 like sticky bomb. Yeah, it was some yeah. kind of spike bomb. He stuck him in the ribs with this like barbed explosive that then blew up. On the inside. Simple. Yeah. So it just shredded his insides. It was unpleasant looking. It was fucking There's brutal. There's this like dull thud sound. Right. And then they animate his veins going all fucked up for a minute. All and black, it's real yeah. creepy. Yeah. It's really fucking odd looking. Okay. I, every time I shit on something, I try to say like one nice thing about it. <laughs> we're going to be so here like, for a long okay. time. <laughs> if we're going to shit on the hillbilly racist piece of shit family, they did have one nugget of wisdom. And that was the son saying that had the... Totally rational. Yeah, the clown clowns. policy. Yeah, the clown policy, which Dave explained again. Uh, he says, I'm not scared of clowns per se. I'm just mindful of their movements. <laughs> that is important. And that's good. You see a clown, you don't need to be afraid of him, but you do need to keep him in your vision. I would argue you need both. Doubly so mm -hmm. if it's a silent clown. Whoa, that's a mime. And right. That's yep. a totally different breed. We were talking about, I can't do this. I can't do this right now. <laughs> we are getting anxiety levels over here. I have to have a blood test the day after tomorrow my heart if like my blood pressure is fucked up it's your fault we can't do this right now can you fuck someone to death i did like sense personally once. me personally <laughs> can I? no and no do you have a specific person in mind okay that may change things all right get back to me howard hughes <laughs> like the month before he died i Old. think i could yeah i think you could too <laughs> Glad you believe in me. I believe in you. I bet you could have fucked him to death. Like, get him to sign some papers and then just be like, ew, ew, ew. You dead. <laughs> I know you could do that. I'm not quite sure what happened there. Obviously, Dave And you know just what? And neither will the coroner, but they can't rule it homicide because it's just jizz. No, it would probably look like a heart attack, right? I hope so. Listen. Know. People die of fucking all the time. It's a common thing. It's just jizz. It's just jizz, you guys. <laughs> Especially if you're over 65. Hey, call now and you can get, you can get two, two packets for the of price just of one. <laughs> Please leave your credit card numbers at shittycinema.com. J at shittycinema.email.com. Are you still typing this? <laughs> dot, you stupid fucking idiot. Dot com. Don't ever listen to me with tech advice. Listen, they were trying to scrimp and scrounge. I feel like that ham-faced motherfucker, uh, Jeremy Piven, may have taken all the money from the first movie because people were giving a shit about him at that time for whatever reason why we do weird shit. I was sexually attracted to Adrian Brody two weeks ago and then realized... I can't be because he's broken. not attractive. He's not because attractive. Because he looks not like attractive. a stealth bomber come to life, as Dave yes, said. Yes, and I honestly don't want to fuck a stealth bomber. There are other inanimate objects, but not stealth bombers. <laughs> so, sorry, Adrian, you're out of my fuck pool. Bye-bye. But 
a lot of this was filmed behind a green, or well, rather, in front of. <laughs> I don't know. Some it should have been behind, behind a green screen. A lot of this was filmed in front of a green screen. It kind of reminded me of uh, Pound of Flesh. Oh yeah, Jean-Claude Van Damme, really, yeah. the like all green screen movie, which you know, terrible, terrible green screen, especially in the car scenes, which it, they had oh a fair amount. Yeah, yeah. Was, it was bad. Oh come like on, but compare the car scenes to this fucking movie, okay. where literally oh, no, they're listen, flying this, in a plane in one of them. This yeah. looks like it was filmed on like a green or on I'm sorry on a flip phone that's like that was oh, yeah. the video I quality. don't think it's necessarily a fair comparison Pound of Flesh yes had bad CGI and bad green screen but they were trying in Pound of Flesh to make it look like they were actually in those places yes. just this very is little purposefully trying. yeah yeah this is purposefully going for like a comic book thing kind of like Tank Girl with the same aesthetic but failing exquisite they were doing it real cheap okay there is a part where the redneck family is driving their their giant rig and the background is World War II bombing and smoke, <laughs> and then it's just a bunch of explosions, just yeah. explosions. No looks background, like, just fireballs. One fire of them looks balls. like a nuclear yeah, explosion. Yeah, just going the, off. And then one of them looks like you're flying in a crop duster. Just, it's... It's it, awesome. It, I don't. I don't know whether I should take it seriously or whether I should just laugh. At I, it. No, I, I think. At it. I think it's what not happens. Just the, the the car scenes though. They're all fucked up. They're all crazy fucked up. So they're actually that's their view and that's oh. how they're oh. seeing. Oh. Their tr- their oh, okay. It's a deep view into their mind. Mm-hmm. We're getting into their psyche and oh understanding them. Juice, you are so fucking smart. Juice, you are so happy. Okay, then this explain is this. Why did it look like the Chicago area suburb thing that the bar was at was literally on set at Universal? At who framed Roger Rabbit because and that's the shitty <laughs> and level. Well, Jay can, Jay can explain that one. You just got to follow the money. Okay. <laughs> Did they spend all their that. money on Universal tickets and then was universally disappointed because Universal sucks? I think it was clearly shot in California because, as I said, they, when they pan out, you see mountains and there are no fucking mountains in <laughs> Chicago. So... It was probably shot on a set in fucking California, and they just called it Chicago. At Universal, while it was on a holiday, they were closed. They also only, they really only had like two sets. Yeah. Just the speakeasy in the bunker, and then like three street shots. Right, and that's about it. At Universal. And then it's green screen. Yeah. Yep. I think well, the budget for this have... film was only $8 million. Yeah. And they still managed to lose almost $3 million. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Also, I'm pretty right. sure that the cameraman had hypothermia because it was so fucking <laughs> shaky. There was constant that movement. That makes it action. Every... It's exciting. They, Explosion. Yeah. They were going for this like comic book feel for it, and they did a bunch of different stuff to that end in the special effects. They put yes. film grain over action sequences. They Dave take so out frames but during the, like the jittery sequence. Chihuahua filmed it. Just right. shaky. The Jumping all over the fucking time. place. Even when it's not supposed to be shaky. There's no action. It's just dialogue. It's like... Someone's <laughs> at the door. I gotta get over there. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the quick cuts back and forth between characters. Going back to my original thing, they're all really fucked up. Especially the family. But <laughs> you gotta think. The surgeon who operates on people's brains while they're alive, mm-hmm. you gotta be on some crazy drugs to want to do that. I don't know. Maybe hey, you're Vinnie just a Jones, fucked up person. Butcher. Yeah, yeah, Vinnie Bones. I, maybe you're just Vinnie a Vinny Bones, Vinny okay. Marbles. Then he's a fucked, fucked up person. person. He's got a fucked up perspective. So he's a little jittery, you know? <sighs> this movie wasn't all about assassins. It was also about mm. Tom Berenger. Oh, yeah. What? Okay, question. Tom Berenger is Walter Weeds. Yeah, okay. He's the, the yeah. guy that everybody's trying to kill. So, like, yeah. did he actually get hit by a truck? Did he, B, do that shit on purpose? Or, C, 
was the redneck family the truck that hit him head on? No, 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 no. no. Yeah, his, okay. his character all made up. His I made a better backstory. movie in my mind. I'm sorry. No, I agree. His character's backstory was that his wife and daughter died in a car accident where his legs were broken. I'm pretty sure that was actually true. His legs weren't broken, but his wife and his daughter did die in a car accident. No, that was accident. made up. Walter whole, Weed was a whole fabricated character. He had he pictures of those people. Like, why right. were his wife and his daughter the same age so, in hey, picture? Is this, this is, a Woody I can, Allen thing? I can, I can easily go knock off a whole family, take the guy's wallet, and got his pictures. Photoshop myself in there and we're Look good. Look at Juice. He's a fucking bona fide uh, criminal. Yeah, in the, um, at his the end of the movie. His wife and daughter were the same age. <laughs> no, they weren't. <laughs> it's Woody Allen. That was just the picture that was in the wallet when he bought it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like. At the end of the movie, Ernie Hudson does tell us, I forgot about that, that like yeah. all of the Walter Weed info had it's been faked in the system. All Wait. of the Haluko stuff had been fake. So we have no idea actually who right. Barringer's so character sad. really Why yeah, was Kaiser Ernie so Hudson only in the last five minutes of this film? Because that's were all you they could afford. <laughs> Eight Ernie, million dollar the budget. Okay. They spend their money. Okay, it's 2010. Ernie Hudson isn't that fucking busy. What did you spend the money on? <laughs> Tom Barringer, he hadn't put out a good movie in like 10 years. What did they spend the fucking... Can you follow the money and get back to us next week? No, I have no fucking clue. You son of a bitch. Okay. Listen, here's the thing, though, I've been saying, and I want to defend my position that I made earlier. I think that there is the bones of a good movie here. Perfect for smoking aces, yeah. where they could have yeah. had a lot of fun, but the way Absolutely. that they delivered it was stuttered and really just telling us stuff. It... I love the idea of them doing the whole Kaiser Soze thing. They just could have done it way fucking better yeah. than no. they executed. Okay, I want to. I want to specify. No. I don't think that there is a good movie anywhere in this. Right. I think there's a fun one. Exactly. Yeah. Been a fun just yeah. like the first one. The first one's a fucking blast. They could have redone that same thing with this idea, especially knowing right at the end, as soon as Kaiser Soze gets away, he gets fucking whacked unceremoniously. It's so good. Such a great ending. So good. Yeah, I mean, okay, that was slightly entertaining, but. Like, are we going to really blame these random ass assassins for all of the post 9-11 world atrocities? You know, like blaming we other can't. people, that other was governments weird. for them? There's, at the beginning of the movie, there's a text crawl telling us about how the government sometimes has blowback on FBI agents and shit. And then at the end of the movie, there's this whole thing about how Pulitzer the CIA... Prize winning yeah, journalist. The CIA is operating these like black ops murder squads throughout the planet that answer to no one. And thus far, we don't know if they use exploding clowns. Da, yeah. <laughs> da and or Ola. Yeah. yeah. But like, it, there's just this weird political bent at the end. Why are you putting this in my dumb action movie? I don't, Fox. I don't know. It had a political agenda. Obviously, this was a propaganda film down deep. Actually, Juice. Yeah, it really was. We're if you follow the money, week. you'll yeah. learn that this is a documentary about something is. that actually happened. There it's exposing it the truth of Chicago to you, Dave. You're not even paying attention. You don't yeah, even know Dave. Chicago has mountains. Excuse me. <laughs> did you know where the first gay frog was found? Chicago, Chicago, Illinois. Oh, yeah. oh. With an for this S to be a propaganda end. film, it needs to be advancing a particular position. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. That's like, what is it? I feel radicalized already. <laughs> I'm just so excited to bring this to my crochet circle on Thursday. Right, but on behalf of whom? I don't know. We're gonna figure it out together, though. These people I just indoctrinated. Like I. <laughs> 
it's fine. That's how it works. I, I 100% agree that somebody in the writer's room had an opinion. I just can't tell you what that opinion <laughs> Can is. I make it? So we've covered everything there is to say about Smoking Aces 2, Assassin's Ball, how and many? a few more topics on top of that. <laughs> okay. There's only one question left to ask. Casey, Smoking Aces 2, Assassin's Ball, <laughs> would you watch it again? While there was a lot of just chip flavor smell to this. <laughs> it did have a little bit of flavor. We had Agent Curly Pubes, the uh, main character who ends up shooting Tom Berenger, the bad guy, which we all kind of called about a third of a way through the movie. Mm -hmm. Does do my favorite action in the whole movie, which is when Tom Berenger has a pulls out a dead man switch that is connected to C4 and it's like, I've got enough C4 to blow Chicago off the fucking map, so don't test me, boy. And he's his partner is like, no, fuck this. Let me shoot him. Let me shoot him. I can grab it. I can grab it. I can grab it because this guy's old and can't walk or whatever. And he's got a dead family. So he's slow in the mind. And Agent Curly Pubes is like, don't do it. Like, just leave him alone. Let me talk to him, bro. And when his partner wouldn't do that, he shot him in the fucking knee. A dick move but immediately afterwards like kind of had the whole air of like hey where'd that bolt <laughs> I didn't do that it's like when a frat dude breaks something at a bar and immediately is like did you see that guy throw that like immediate deflection of responsibility and it's really irresponsible and I fucking respect the shit out of that but no I'm not gonna watch this movie again it was boring as what fuck movie? smoking aces assassins ball singular <laughs> It was smoking oh, so aces too. Smoking aces too. Smoking. You're adding a G. Smoking aces. <laughs> no hard G, Casey. Little Wayne. Little Wayne. No, I would not watch this again. There was about six minutes of action. I'm good. Juice. What about you? Six would you minutes. watch Smoking Aces Assassin Ball? I would watch the Assassin Ball sack again. Oh, without wow. a doubt. I had a lot of fun with this movie. You nasty. We had some tits. We had some we explosions. Had okay. We had machine gun fights and there was some septifuge and just the way that it ended. Another reason I would watch Piranha 3D again is just that jarring, unexpected <laughs> ending is just the cherry on top of the entire fucking cake, dude. This movie was great. I'm going to have to sit down and watch it. I'm also going to have to watch the first one because I haven't seen that one either. <gasps> that one is actually enjoyable yes. if my memory is well, fuck not... you. This movie was enjoyable. Oh, you'll so, enjoy the other one much more. Amazing. I'm so excited. Jay, how about you? Smoking Aces 2, Assassin's Ball. Zach, would you watch it again? I, I definitely think that there is a lot better movie they could have done with the ideas that they had. Yeah. I, I agree with you. The ending is fucking brilliant, and I love the subversion of expectations that you think he's going to just get away, and then fucking Decker pops out of the alleyway and whacks him. It's beautiful and jarring. However, the movie is a little bit slow in points. It sort of forgets what it's doing. I wish it would have leaned more into the first movie where we have all of the crazy assassins really kind of coming out of the woodwork right away, hitting it at different angles, and it just it felt a lot more fun in that one, and they didn't capture that as much in this. That being said, there was a scene that really is like the kind of fucking trashy scene that I look for in these kind of movies, while well, not directly a mob movie, but this kind of assassin style, where... You have Vinnie Jones leaning into the femme fatale and telling her that she has too, she smells too much oil. And she's like, I'm not wearing oil. And he's like, yeah, but it's your gun. And it's I didn't just say that, your skin. Right, right. It's this gun. perfect fucking 
cheesy assassin, way too skilled or something guy. It, it's brilliant. It's fun. I love it. And to be honest with you, yeah, I'm going to watch Smoking yeah. Aces 2 Ew. Assassin's Ball again. Dave, your movie, would you watch it again? You know, no, I don't. I, I love the first Smoke and Aces. It's a movie that got panned by critics, but is loved by a Bullshit. lot of fans. Right, it's brilliant. Oh, yeah. love it's, it. it's got like a 20% critic score on it's Rotten Tomatoes so and like a 60% audience score. This one has no critic score and a 22% audience score. <laughs> so pretty heavy drop off. But I am a big fan of big, dumb action movies that don't take themselves too seriously or seriously at all yeah okay so the first smoke and aces is one Fair of those enough. crank with yes god a, with Jason Statham. Statham. that's another one along Absolutely. the same lines that just they had a dumb idea to come up with some stupid action and they shoot ran up. with crank it. is great and so shoot him up and i will shoot fight anybody who talks shit to me i'll fight you right now but, i love all three of those movies but you know what there is also something that connects these films to like say john wick a much better film but it's this implication that there's this deep fancy criminal <laughs> underworld yes. with themed villains and everybody's in suits and it's you know it's something out of a fucking comic book because real so crime doesn't good. actually work like that <laughs> no could they have done it better absolutely but i'm still gonna watch this movie again uh -huh. it's just, there's enough in here that i can be entertained and i don't have to pay attention at all during the parts that aren't entertaining that is though that's everything a, there is to be i had. agree with that 100 that's a wonderful synopsis and on that note Google on our site again 66% reviews of this movie so Man, thank you my people what the fuck is up with the Google movie reviews they're strange fucking people and God bless them <laughs> and bless everyone God bless America and no one else <clears throat> and no one else and no one else love that movie too <laughs> so good so our verdict is in guys three out of four of us are gonna sit down and watch this amazing movie again Casey's gonna One be lonely. One of us lonely. has fucking taste. If no, you, you say don't. so. <laughs> you know that what? Is... I would rather go back to last week and watching Vin Diesel beat the shit out of a redneck. It's your decision, though. We would say for our recommendation, sit down and watch it. Give it a good. You'll have a laugh at a couple of that. points. It's because your opinion doesn't matter. So, shh. so next week, I'm gonna finish up All in the Family Month with a movie that not only have I not really heard too much about. I don't know any of the actors in it. From 2005, it's called The Business. Does this actually have mobsters in it, Dave? Yes, this is about a... <laughs> oh, you Googled your own movie. Good, good. Yes, I, good, I, actually, I actually Googled this. Right, okay. And it's apparently about somebody who gets shown the business by a, a member of the family, whatever their family organization is in Grandma. <laughs> okay. That, that could be it. Do you that think it's going to be another sex family? We can only hope. So, guys, maybe check us out next week and see if this is going to turn into another weird incest podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you're listening to, please share this independent podcast with someone you love or someone, I don't know, that might be Jeff Bezos and into this and get us on the front page of Amazon. Jeff, God damn it. That would be huge for us. Thank you. Follow us on Facebook at sh.ttycinema, Twitter at Bad Movies, Bad People, or check out our Patreon. Now let's go turn out the lights and load the small clowns into the cannon. Fire! <laughs>